Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And uh, Matt, we have reached the end of the 76ers season. Um, All of the jokes at the expense of James Harden, um, you know, took as many shots in the second half as Ben Simmons did the last time. Saw that. Yeah. (laughs) Saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, one of those can't win for losing type of deals. I mean, like, you know, look, Harden did not play well after the trade, and and you know we talked about that a couple weeks back. I think that um, you know he really wasn't the same player. But you know, if he goes out and shoots, you know, twenty times, then it's going to be you know, my God, does this guy ever pass? So mm-hmm. I mean, like it, you know, that's that's a uh, results based. Like if they had won and he took two shots, it'd be you know, wow, that's pretty impressive. Um, you know, um, they didn't play well and. You know, that said, they got beat by a better team. I mean, the Heat were the number one seed. and uh, mm-hmm. Only a couple of games different during the season. But still, you know, they were the number one seed. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I and don't know. You I, still it, had a banged up Embiid. You um, did. You did. Forgotten, yeah. you know, a little bit once he came back. But, yeah, missed the first two games and certainly wasn't at his best, you know, after coming back. Uh, had the thumb injury in the, you know, series before that. Uh, you know, the, the problem, of, of course, with that excuse is that he's always seemingly banged up. That's, that seems to be a consistent feature of his career. So, you know, you can't be like, well, but he'll be healthy next year. Like, eh, probably not. <clears throat> yeah. um, you know, I, I mean, the, the, the big story, I think, to follow is what do they what do they do with James Harden? Because, man, he is is due for big, 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 big money. And. Uh, I'd be nervous about giving him that money because his game has faded Declined. over the last, yeah, over the last year plus, and especially this year. I mean, he just doesn't seem to be the same player. Yeah. I. Uh, it's interesting. It, it seems like his ability to create has um, dwindled. He's still a great mm-hmm. passer. He is. And, he is. I mean, he's still good. Yeah. He, you know, but, he, he, but is he... I mean, I heard that it's north of uh, fifty, maybe north of fifty-five million if he signed a super match. Yeah, for a ye- per year. Yeah, yeah. For, I mean, that's just uh, like wow. I don't. I know, you know, in some ways you could say, well, they made the trade, they got to pay him, but like, what did they really give up long term? I mean, Simmons was was a non-entity for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave up Seth Curry, who's a nice player. And then some draft picks, right? Uh, you know, and and granted, I'm not saying those are nothing, but like, man, do you want to be saddled with the John Wall contract? Because that might be what it turns out. No, that, well, know, and, it, and doesn't it feel like that's kind of the next step for NBA owners and GMs? Is that we're you know we're not going to give the guy the max on his yeah. last deal, right? You know, right? I mean. I don't know. Is there somebody else out there who would for him? Probably. Yeah. Um, well, when but, you when the only way to get a star is if you're the only one who's right. paying. Right. Right. Know, right. Yeah. He, yeah. He I could mean, wind up being the best player on the Kings, or he could. He know. could. Yeah. But I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I. I guess I wonder if he rededicated himself to getting in shape. Could he still, you know, have a, a second act? Uh, type of deal where he was still an elite player. I think he could. He's not. He's not forty. But does um, he have the know, interest? I'm not sure that he does. That was what I was. I mean, like I, 
I just don't know if he really has the the burning obsession that a guy like Kobe had or LeBron seems to have to just like spend every waking minute on keeping yourself in shape and and adapting your game and no, uh, you know I, I, I don't I don't see that from him. He got rich. He reached the pinnacle. He was an MVP. Yeah, scoring champion multiple times, I think. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing, and it's it's not nothing, but the only thing he didn't accomplish of a great player is winning a championship. Um, Well, and and uh, to your point, can a team that pays him the max win a title? I know. I don't know that they can. That's the tricky thing. And, I I mean, he's, he's been you know, compared, you know, his whole career with, with Westbrook because they were teammates and, uh, you know, and, and I feel like they're both in that same position of their careers that like a team with them, one of them is the very best player is going to be a seven or eight seed at best. And a top tier team putting them in the fold, it's just not going to work because their game does not fit alongside another great player. They're, they're at their best when they can handle the ball, shoot it as much as they want, uh, you know, pass it, but as part of their offense, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that that's a winning style, you know? Like, so it's it feels like a catch-22 in some ways. Like, you know, could he still average, you know, 28 a game for somebody? Yeah, probably. But like you just said, it's probably somebody like the Kings. And, and he's going to win, you know, 40 games in a season and maybe sneak into the play-in round and like, eh. Uh, you know what is what is that at this point of his career? Well, and then you have the competing interests of you know he'll ne- it's very clear at least thus far that he has no interest in signing you know a ten or twelve million dollar deal. No, no, no. You know, and and the, and, and the players you know, association went like that, and and exactly. He's exactly. entitled to I mean, make money. I'm not saying he right. isn't, but it's the to me the question is if you if your goal is to win a title, yeah, and maybe ego gets in the way of that. It it does yeah. appear that he's not gonna no be the no. guy on a title team. It does, and 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 uh, I mean, and then you have to ask the question, and and this is maybe unfair, and but maybe it's not unfair. Is that really his goal? I mean, you and know, I'm not like, sure it is. I'm not sure that it is, and you know, then I'm gonna I'm gonna play the you know devil's advocate, I guess, or whatever. Like, does it have to be? I mean, you know, no. we we as as fans, we you know obsess about you know you gotta win a title for your legacy, and like, eh, I don't know. I mean, for some guys, yeah, that's everything, and and uh, you know, it's it's affected. I mean, Durant's going to the Warriors to me was 100% because he felt the heat of, I got to win a championship or people never get off my back. Mm-hmm. And he did and he won and they're still on his back, but at least he has that trump card. Of but like, he can well, point you know, to that and say, I was, you know, right. the, I was the best MVP. player on a finals on the yeah. floor during the finals on a team right. that had three, four hall of famers. Probably four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, so he's he's got that in the bank and and you know I just like I don't you know you look at a guy like Harden and again I'm not saying we know him I don't think we really know a whole lot about him he doesn't do a lot of you know public proclamations he's not on Twitter like Kevin Durant is and you know mm-hmm. firing back at people but it just does not feel like his 
deep burning desire is to be, you know, the greatest basketball player of all time. No. And okay. I mean, you know, not everybody's built that way. Not everybody's built like Kobe. Kobe was, you know, this, this like psychotic machine that, you know, everything took a backseat to basketball yeah. and that's great for him, but no, not everybody feels the same way, I guess. Yeah. Well, and it's also a question of if you, maybe your goal is to win a title because you're playing and that's your goal. But, you know, there's the Tom Brady with the Pats version of that. Right. And there's the Aaron Rodgers with the Packers version of that. Right. If Aaron Rodgers signed a contract to make $20 million a year. Yeah. Packers would have more flexibility. Could probably bring in a receiver. Could probably do these things. But they're not going to because he wants to make the most money of any quarterback. Right, right, right. So they pay him that. you know, that's... And it's his prerogative. It is, it is. I mean, you know, I know uh, Peyton Manning used to take heat for that. You know, back in the day, like, well, you know, you could take less money. And I I don't know if he ever said it, but the point got out there that, like, why should Peyton Manning take less money for the Colts? Like, Mm -hmm. he's he's entitled to the money he makes, and... And it's the same idea, you know, like if, if Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL and the MVP voting the last couple of years would tell you he is, then make the most money and put it on the, the GM and the front office who also make a lot of money to figure out how to build a great team around you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I get it. Um, I, you know, and, and from the standpoint of Harden, yeah, sure, make the money when you can. I, to me, it just feels like the the work ethic just isn't there like it needs to be for him to take that next step now when it's all you know we've talked about this when it's all said and done if he never plays another game he's a hall of famer who's a top 75 player of all time according to the list and i think pretty fair that he belongs in that mm-hmm. he's won an mvp he's won a scoring title he was the sixth man of the year he's been all nba a bunch that's a pretty darn good career and, you know is it is it jordan kobe lebron level no but all right well, you and know, also—that that doesn't mean you're a failure. He—he's uh, not gonna get there because that no, list is four guys long. <laughs> right, right. I mean, even if he were to win a championship, he's probably not going to be considered among that—that that layer, um, you know. And so, like, who cares? I mean, I guess it's one of those things. Like, the more you think about it, like, who cares if Joe Schmo on Twitter says, you know, he's never gonna be as good as Dwayne Wade? Like, all right. Who cares? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sure he'll wipe his tears with his, you know, many, many, many hundred dollar bills. And then if he gets too sad, he can look at his trophy case and see that he's got everything but a championship, which is pretty darn good. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, like, he's not going to be Dwayne Wade. Okay. All yeah. Right. I, like, all right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Huh? I mean, you know, like, huh? all right, then. <laughs> sure. Dwayne Wade is, is a. Uh, you know, he's not at the at the Kobe LeBron level of, you know, all time greatness, but he's really, really great. Yeah. And and, you know, all right. Uh so like, here's Harden the thing, is, if the answer is he's in the discussion of one of the one of the greatest players of the decade. Yeah. But that's pretty good. That's not, pretty good. There aren't yeah. that many and guys who get to be in the discussion of the greatest player of all time. Agreed. So, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, totally agreed. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, you know, the the way we view things is like, you know, yeah, okay, he's, he's probably not. Um, but, you know, he, he had a great run. He he carried some pretty mediocre Houston teams in yeah. the early part of the 2010s. Yeah. And then they got Chris Paul, and they, you know, they jumped forward, and 
I cannot, I always forget which year, whether it was 17 or 18, whichever year they had the 3 2 lead and Chris yeah. Paul got hurt in the conference finals. Yeah. And that was probably his best chance to win a title as a star. He did make the finals with the with the Thunder there, but he yeah. was, you know, not the, the star man. in that. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, the question, I, I think the this is a question of goalpost moving, frankly. Sure. sure. Because, you know, <laughs> other than Jordan. No, we don't have that discussion of like, well, right. he's not that guy. Right. Like we we leave kind of Kareem and Russell alone. Right. But we often just say, well, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. You yeah. Know, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's close to Jordan. He's close to Kobe. Sure. You know, but sure. it's like, yeah, they're if, they're if, not the same guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. If the and, question and, is, uh... they're you know, <laughs> they're probably the first three wing players taken in a sure. historical draft of the time. NBA. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I agree. And and you're right about, you know, goalpost moving because I mean, I, you know, not that this should be the ultimate judge, but you know, I go back to when James Harden came out of ASU when he got drafted, if, if somebody had told you and I that he'd have exactly the career he had so far, all the accomplishments he's had, I would have said, no way. Like I, I would have said, well, really? Like you know, I I expected him to be a good, solid player, you know, be a starter, you know, uh, but not a not an All NBA MVP level player. Did not see that. So he, uh, you know, from my expectations, he well exceeded them. Yeah. Well, if the you know if you had said James Harden's going to be playing in the NBA long enough. To be there for the 75th anniversary team. Sure, sure. Big win. Big accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. And that he would be on the be 75 on greatest players, right, the 75th right. anniversary yeah. team. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's... I, I would not have guessed that. I really would. I mean, you know, like the, the comparison, and it was a somewhat lazy comparison because he was a left-handed shooting guard. But, you know, the comparison when he came out was Manu Ginobili. Who's a Hall of Famer. You know, he's yeah. into the Hall of Fame this year. But he's not a seventy-five greatest player, you know. No, you know, he's a, a really you good know, player. Maybe Harden could have been among the best six men. Would have yeah. been a like successful. Yeah. I thought that was a realistic goal for him. Was a you know great sixth man, or or just a you know a really good starter, you know, like just a, a really good player. I mean, he was the number three pick in the draft. I'm not saying he was you know nothing, but uh, I I didn't see superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did not. When he got traded to Houston, we talked about this now, what, it was about 10 years ago that that trade happened. Um, and I just thought, like, I don't know if he's cut out to be the number one guy on a team. Well, he proved me wrong, because he was for a long period of time. It might be over now, but yeah. he had about a decade-long run where he was legitimately a top guy on his team for years, and that's not bad. So... We'll see what the rest of his career brings. I, I feel like, you know, it's transitioning into that role where it's going to be all stats and not much in the way of winning. Um, and one of those stats might be how much money he makes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, all right. Uh, like, there are worse ways to go. I do think it'll be a – this is a going in with your eyes open contract though it should be like yeah they yeah. you're if you sign him to more than a year at the max right you're preparing for it to be the albatross contract yes 
Yes, absolutely. That you're going to have to find a way to, to, you know, dump for pennies on the dollar three years in, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what it feels like. I know Daryl Morey loves him. Apparently, they're bringing back Doc Rivers. I, I saw that. I say, I say apparently because I've heard proclamations like that before, and then two weeks later, like, oh, we've mutually agreed to part ways. Um, and, I mean, you know, my, so we'll see. The, the, the thing that taught me that lesson was Felipe Alou with the Expos. Yes, and yes, like, exactly. He is our manager, and then he was gone. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've, I've I, yeah, I can't think of other examples right off the top of my head, but I know I've, I know I've had them, you know, I've, I've observed them in the past in all sports, where it's like, you know, oh, this guy's coming back, and then, like, after a few weeks, it's like, eh, no. He's not, uh, you know. Well, it's so, like, yeah, we'll he's coming back, and then it's like, oh, Frank Vogel's interested in this job, or yeah, you know, or somebody else is interested in Doc Rivers, and maybe you, you know, have that sort of like, yeah, you know what? Why don't we just make a clean parting of the ways? Uh, you know, like, yeah, it's just best for everybody. We don't want to fire you, but by God, if you could get another opportunity, we're not going to stand in your way. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I guess otherwise it's it's been an interesting playoff. Um, you know, the the East went one, two, three, four, and yeah, so won, the West and, ultimately, and, and the one is you know the now one is advanced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first round was interesting because it did go according to seating, but most of the series felt like they were unpredictable you know as they went like they, they felt like they hung in the balance a little i mean mm-hmm. you know like aside from boston and brooklyn which was sweet but even that was like three of the four games were really tight yeah and and you, well, know, you think one, about like what would have happened if in game one at the garden they hadn't say, had that dunk yeah they, they win at the buzzer yeah i mean if they lose game one and and you know brooklyn already has you know like oh everybody's gonna watch it and they win game one on the road that series maybe plays out entirely differently so yeah it was a uh you know by seeding you look at it and say uh predictable but it didn't feel that way and i mean it still could turn out to be the one and two in in each conference obviously miami has advanced um Boston's the two, right, in the East? I keep getting confused. Yeah, Boston is the two. Game six feels, in Milwaukee. Yeah, that, that series felt so even that it doesn't feel like there's really... I mean, they, I they had the exact same record. Did they? Okay, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it two, three, four, all had the same record? So yes. Not a lot of disparity there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the obviously the, the biggest, you know, shock, I think, would be if Dallas beats Phoenix in game seven. Because that, you know, I mean, Phoenix was the number one seed, and and they were up two zero, and you know, now it's a it's a one game scenario. It's been dominated by the home teams, which I guess plays into the Suns' hands. Yeah. But you know, one one great Luka Doncic game, and they could be heading home. And yeah, I'll yeah. raise my hand and say, I hope it happens. Well, and with Luka, you had the whole, ah, uh, they're they're attacking him, and is it too much? Right. And it's like, it, you, it's cliche, but. You know, every once in a while, something happens where you like say the wrong thing to the wrong guy, yeah, or the yeah. or the bulletin board material gets through. But he, I don't know if he's always hated Devin Booker, but he's decided that he hates Devin but Booker, he and it's too now, and it's making me a Luka Doncic fan. I like, I, I'm not a Mavs fan, you know that. As a Spurs fan, I can't be mm-hmm. a Mavericks fan. But I got to tell you, for these last couple of weeks, they've they've courted me just a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because I'm not a Devin Booker fan. That 
that goes without saying. So, yeah, you know, the enemy of my enemy type of deal. Luca might start to become my friend. Exactly. Um, yeah, so that's been interesting. It's There's a lot of interesting things happening. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, we don't we don't talk hockey much, but good first round so far. We got what three game sevens I think coming up uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and maybe some more on on uh, Sunday, depending on what happens tonight. Like you know, it's uh, it's been competitive. Nothing uh, you know, like very. I think Colorado swept every everything else has gone deep into the series. Yeah. So let's pivot now to Doug Haller's ASU yeah. five things column. Yeah. That was basically odds makers picked ASU fifth most likely, I believe, to win yeah. the Pac twelve. Well that one was fifth and then that one that, that he tweeted earlier in the week, Bet Online, I think was tied for fourth with UCLA, which mm-hmm. I mean I sent you and thought it was insane. And I still kinda do. Uh but it, it's interesting. I mean, you know, like it has it, that article plus those things has made me think like, have we been too negative? Maybe well, we have. And so the, the, the question posited by him was, is it just these odds makers? It's early. They haven't assessed the be. transfer portal. They're looking at, we finished eight and five last year. Sure. sure. So fine. It's about where you belong. Or right. is it really that like, Hey, look, they they got a quarterback who I think yeah. you know we can not not guarantee, but I, I think uh, Emory Jones vaulted into clubhouse leader for starting so. opening day. I would think so, and I and I think I mean you know I joked about it with you last year when we sat there at, at the swamp and said Emory Jones is so much like Jaden Daniels, uh, you know. It's funny that he now is his replacement, but I think it, it, you know, you look at it and say, all right, should we, can we expect to get about the same level of quarterback play that we got last year? Probably. I, I would think, think they're very so. similar type players. And, and, you know, remember he was splitting time with Richardson at Florida, but right. he still almost had as many rushing yards as Daniels. Right, right. Yeah. You know, I think yeah, I mean, realistically, you know, this, given this line, um, he's going to be running a lot. Hopefully. Probably. Hopefully the pro style system and uh, Xavier and Valade and Daniel yeah, and Gata yeah. get us, you know, further yeah. along than. And and I mean the one thing you you know I heard about Jones was that he was he was very you know well respected with his teammates his coaches like he, you know that only goes so far he struggled in in certain scenarios and I don't think he's a great quarterback but you know he seemed to. I mean, even Anthony Richardson was like on Twitter, you know, talking about, you know, I, I'll ride with him till the end or something. Like, you know, he seemed like he had the respect of his teammates and leadership's going to be important on this team because we lost a significant, you know, amount of the veteran guys from last year. So, you know, like maybe that's a, a helpful addition that he's got. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's worth noting that, he has two years of eligibility left. Yeah, and, yeah. And unlike at Florida, he's not going to have a guy breathing down his neck who the fans no. all think should be the guy. No, a- no, ASU fans not. think Emory Jones should be the guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, the. Um, I mean, we observed it, you know, at that game we went to. Like, Anthony Richardson was 
was popular there. Well, and, and people in the crowd way. could not believe Richardson wasn't playing. No, I know. And it turns out he was hurt. Uh, Mullen, Mullen lied about how healthy he was because he didn't play for like three more weeks after that. Um, you know, but uh, Mullen never seemed to really embrace Anthony Richardson. I don't know what it was. He just seemed like he didn't have his trust in him. But the fans loved Anthony Richardson because, you know, any anytime he got in the game, he lit it up, it felt like. Mm-hmm. And, and Emory Jones was the guy who was like, oh, God, he threw two picks. And again, I don't expect Emory Jones to come here and, you know, become the, the star quarterback that he was maybe going to be out of high school. I don't think that's in, in the cards for him. But, you know, what's the, you know, the uh, value above replacement player or, yeah. you know, wins above replacement type of thing. I think he's pretty much equal to Jade Daniels. So, all right. You know, I mean, it, it gives you a little bit well, more confidence than what you had without him when you had basically no experience at all. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not Borgay, you know. Right. Right, or Paul Tyson. And not to say those guys could be good. Maybe they could. But when you've got so many other question marks, it's nice to have a quarterback who's who's made some starts, who's played good teams, who's played big games. Like, just gives you a little bit more confidence. Not a ton, but slightly more. Well, and it does seem that there's a little bit more confidence also in the receiving core with this Vanderbilt transfer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, he pointed out in that article, Elijah Badger, we've, we've been waiting for him, you know, mm-hmm. 2020 didn't play. And then 21, it was like little, little, you know, snippets, flashes. little flashes of, of genius, but it was never consistent at all. Um, and, you know, maybe, maybe third year's the charm. You hope so. Uh, I, you know, the takeaway from that article was that I thought, you know, after reading it, I thought, maybe we are being too down on this team. I don't think they're going to, I mean, he framed the article around, could they contend in the South? I don't see that. Uh, But, you know, could they win seven games? Gosh, I suppose. Uh, You know, now, then the next point is, is that that a success? Uh, Well, it's also a, I think you still, the the broader, longer-term concerns are all still there. Yeah. Like, oh, no even doubt. if we no win doubt. seven games, we're we're still not recruiting. We're no. we're still really struggling mightily. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So, and I still think we're looking at a new coaching staff. So I think so too. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, change the long term picture at all if that happens. I don't think. Um, but it, you know, I mean, both of us have have stated on the record that we can see this being a three win season. Mm-hmm. And I still could. I haven't, you know, that article didn't, you know, change me into thinking, you know what, we're going to win seven minimum. Uh, but, you know, you do look around and like, I mean, I was saying this last week, I think when we talked, like outside of Utah and maybe USC, is is anybody in the rest of the conference? We don't play Oregon. Yeah. Um, you know, anybody else like overwhelmingly good? I don't think so. Well, so, and, and I think it's a, you know, if you reverse engineer it, and we've done this at times. Yeah. If you reverse engineer it and you say, okay, we'll win two of the non-conference games. Hopefully, we'll yeah. Probably be, you know, we'll be favored to beat Colorado and Arizona. So that's yeah. four. Yeah. So you just got to pick off two more games and Can you're you bowl eligible. Two or three of the, of the, the toss-up games, the... UCLA at home, Washington at home, uh, Oregon State at home. I mean, you know, like those aren't 
none of those teams are like, oh, boy, I got no chance to beat them. I don't think. I mean, you know, I guess we'll see how the season plays out. You may look back, you know, in, in November and think, like, wow, that team was much better than I thought. But, um, you know, yeah, I, can't, I think you're exactly right. Can you, can you win those four? I'm not sure. But if you can, can you win, you know, a couple more of the toss-up games? Considering you probably lose to Oklahoma State, you probably lose to Utah, and you probably lose to USC. Mm-hmm. I think those are the safest bets. The key is those three games I just mentioned all happen in the first five. And that's where I concern myself is like, if, if those are ugly losses, does, you know, do you just see a quitting effect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if you get blown out at home by Utah and Utah's not necessarily a team who blows a lot of teams out, but you know, but if you Utah get Utah here, blown out, where yeah, you I mean, lose Utah comes in here and it's, it's 21 you know, to six. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, you know, 27 to three and we don't score a touchdown. Then you go to USC and they, you know, they light you up for, you know, 45 points with their offense. Like, you know, you, you could see a, uh, Oh God, but what are we doing here? And, and just, a, a like I said, a, a team that feels like it quits. That's the key. Can you keep them above water with likely three losses in the first five games? but be competitive enough to, to give yourself hope for those last seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. And I don't want to overstate USC. I think there's a little too much rush to, you know, proclaim USC is going to, you know, be a playoff contender. But the talent they are amassing on offense alone makes you think, like, they're at least going to gonna score. score a lot of points and, and be more competent than last year. They can't be much more incompetent than last year. So, you know, look at that and think like, yeah, that's probably not a great scenario for our team, which has a very shaky secondary, it appears, and now is coached by a guy who, you know, specializes in great quarterbacks, passing game. They've added a ton of receivers and quarterback. And, you know, like, I don't think they're a – I don't think they win the conference. I'd be surprised if they did. But I think they might lead the conference in offense. Yeah. I agree. It'll be interesting to see them play Utah. It definitely will. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're going to be a fascinating team this year. Um, and you know, obviously, still no word. I don't think on that Pitt kid, right? Whether he's going there, or going somewhere else, or staying at Pitt right. receiver. So I mean, you know that that could be a big addition if they land him too. But uh, you know, what's funny is our old our old uh, you know grad assistant turned tight end coach turned. Outlaw Adam Brenneman is the one who broke the. He's going to USC on a major NIL deal, and apparently that was premature, if not totally false. Yeah. Well, he tried his best. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's going to try to be a newsmaker. I guess. Uh, he's got a podcast. The whole, the whole coaching thing didn't didn't go so well for him so yeah. far. Yeah. So far, he'll probably yeah. be back. Uh, probably. I saw probably. Hawkins is coaching at a high school now. Saw that too, yeah, yeah. Can't remember where we're in California. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and Pierce went to the Raiders, right? Yep. You got the Raiders, and that's why Butler went there. Right, right. Who else was there? Uh, well, did Zach Hill land anywhere? I don't believe so. No, not that I heard. No, no. Yeah, because he was gonna go to Auburn, and then Auburn passed, and then we kicked him out the door too, apparently. So. Yeah, you know, it'll be... Uh, who is the guy, the receivers? Uh, Prentice Gill. Coach. Did he land anywhere? I haven't Not heard that name. I heard. 
So I have no. a I have an NCAA infractions question for you. All right, those are always complicated mm-hmm. to answer. So Scott Frost got a postseason ban and a show cause. Yeah. How is he coaching if he has a show cause? Uh, that's a great question, and I I think it. The only thing I can say is I think it shows the ridiculousness of what a show cause is, which apparently means nothing. I thought and, you. And, I thought it meant you had to have a reason why it had to be this guy. But is it just to hire him? I guess. I guess if he's already employed, and and the postseason, like they're not banned from the postseason as a team, are they? No, just this him. Year? Just him. <laughs> I didn't even know this. So, like, if they make a bowl game, granted, that's he is, he's suspended for five postseason days, I believe. Oh, so he can still coach the bowl game. Right, but he can't he just coach practice. the practices. Okay. It's punishment because they had too many yeah. analysts, analysts or something. coaching. Yeah. They, analysts organized a workout. Yeah, yeah. Which I heard uh, there's, there's movement afoot to get rid of that rule anyway. Yeah. To, you know, reduce the, you know, or eliminate basically the cap on number of coaches or whatever it is. Um, which, you know, God, if you thought Nick Saban was the home for fired coaches before, they get rid of that limit. He's going to have 35 assistant coaches. As well, he should. I mean, yeah, he's got an unlimited budget there, apparently. Why not? It, you know, it works. Can't criticize it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the answer is I I don't know. Uh, it it seems utterly toothless, and and I'm not sure it shouldn't be toothless. It sounds I mean it sounds like the violation was fairly, eh, but you know it also exposes like what are we even doing anymore? I mean that's that's what you're going to come down on kind of, but like you, you know we still haven't had any rulings really on Arizona basketball, Kansas basketball. LSU basketball, I, I mean, just just rampant cheating that has gone, you know, unpunished for now what five six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, hmm. but you know, the Kansas City Jayhawks are the national champions, according to Mark Hammer. Mm-hmm. It look rules are made to be broken. That's what we're learning here. <laughs> sure. Which is fine, <laughs> you know, like okay, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Um. So, yeah, I, I guess I'm just confused. Like Scott Frost uh, yeah. is their coach, but he's also not allowed to to coach anywhere else without. Uh, I guess not. Like, How long will does he that just? Last? I I don't know. I just saw that it was a show cause order. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that because yeah, you're right. I mean, the the old understanding of those was like, that's what uh, like Bruce Pearl had that, didn't he? Yeah. After he got and you it, know, and one, of, one the, of his number of stops where he's been found to be cheating. Yeah, and Auburn like couldn't hire him. Like it, I think if right. I remember right, it was like it took an extra year because they they so. tried to they tried to make an argument. Like they tried to show cause why they should be yeah. able to hire him. Yeah, and the NCAA yeah. said no. Right, right. And, you know, uh, and of course, then they did hire him, and well, now yeah. they've cheated again. Yeah, they're involved in that. I mean, like, uh, yeah. But anyway, that's a side topic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I wish I could explain it to you, but I have I have no rational explanation for it. 
Yeah. It's uh it it's something it's something. Is it, it is. It is. Yeah. This is this is why we love college sports. And I say that tongue very much in cheek. Because it is not why we love I love college sports, but the the rules that govern them and the enforcement of the rules and it's like ah sometimes you just shake your head. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I, I I don't I like I, I saw when I saw that for uh, for Frost I was like yeah I'm just he has the job so when they said it's a right. show cause I thought that meant the NCAA was getting rid of him was basically firing him for them yeah I don't I don't but no I mean it's not that I know that um and of course you know if if you wanted to you know make fun of Nebraska which people love to do one could say the postseason you know, five day ban is, is, you know, has been self-imposed by Nebraska for the last, what, five years, something like that. Yeah. Since he's been there, they haven't, they haven't had a postseason. I know that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fascinating. Yeah. 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 I don't know. They're, they're a, they're an interesting team for next year. I mean, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into our conference looks, but I'm, I'm curious with them because I've never seen a season like theirs last year. Three and nine, and they lost all nine games by nine points or less. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was it just insane how they found ways to lose every single game that was winnable uh, and played like six top 20 teams. Played them all really close, but lost every single game. Like, doesn't feel like they're that far away, but, but I, yet then you think, like, can you make that much of a shift to, to win, you know, nine games instead of three? I don't know. Yeah. And he kind of took the Jim Harbaugh prove it deal, you know, took less money to avoid getting fired. And, you know, it worked for Harbaugh. Worked, worked magically there. You know, I don't know that I see the same level of success with Nebraska, but boy, if they win, you know, eight games, then it feels like it works there too, at least for one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just take the, I don't know. Let's just cheat that. That, you know, we tried and failed as a as a we school. Did. We but did let's try, try yeah. again. Now we're now we're super noble. We don't want to get in an arms race. Didn't you hear Ray say that? We don't want to get in an arms race. Right. We, I mean, right. we we went out and had a meeting about how we don't or at the Pac-12 That's conference Pac-12 meetings, meeting. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. We we yeah. we don't like the cheating and the the efforts to bend or break rules. It's like we but we, we did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make any sense. What was somebody tweeted? The the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get it. You know, it's like, why is this happening? Well, because we cheated. Like, yeah. It's like, man, there's a black mark on the conference from all the cheating that we I know. did. <laughs> that we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as we've discussed many times, we don't even have the like great season to look back on or be like well at least it was worth it yeah no like yeah. Ole Miss has that you know couple year run where they went to the Sugar Bowl and the Peach Bowl and yeah it, it all crumbled shortly after and they you know they had to fire Hugh Freeze and you know it was like well that was that was a pretty good run they had three first round picks they they got to a couple major bowl games they beat Alabama a couple times like that was worth it mm-hmm yeah you had great recruits. You have guys in the NFL yeah. who you can still, I guess, still root for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was 100% worth it. But, uh, you know, yeah, uh, we don't have that so much. We had 
we had four guys drafted overall. Mm-hmm. Something, I guess. Yeah. We had a couple first-rounders at receiver. Why not? We did. We did. Not from the cheating years, but yeah. we, we had them. Yeah. I at least we don't, well, not from this cheating. We might have been cheating to get them. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, we got Nikhil Harry, which. But yeah, would it, would it be surprising if we, you know, cheated to get Nikhil Harry? Not in the least, given the, you know, his pedigree and he could have gone any number of places. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. But hey, I, I have no problem with it. Yeah, me neither. I mean, there's always been whispers that we, that we paid uh, Harden. You know that that Harden or Harden's people got paid to come to well, ASU. And well, we brought his friend. His we brought coach. his coach and his friend. <laughs> right, right. You know those were those were over the table. Uh, you know enticements, and there's there's always been rumblings that you know he was getting paid to come here. But you know, all right, it worked. Who cares? It worked. Yeah, it gave us two of the best years that we've had in you know twenty years, really mm-hmm. probably ever in this basketball program's history, which that's kind of sad in general, but still I, it, it was worth it. it. Just because it's sad. Doesn't make it untrue. Doesn't make it, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, look, I, I think we've, we've got to the point here with ASU's athletic department that it's a, it's a, whatever, you know, softball's doing yeah. okay. So yeah. I guess we'll root for softball. Softballs, yeah, yeah, and, and uh, since we've last talked, uh, didn't we get a? I'm I'm blanking on who it was. Didn't we get a basketball? Oh, the the point guard from Michigan, yeah, Frankie Collins, yeah. You know, so That's something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not bad. And, um, well, and you got Hurley's quote that uh, you know Bagley's ready. Bagley's right, ready. right. He, yeah, I mean, I am I am. Uh, Certainly, if we're talking optimism about you know next year, I'm more optimistic about basketball. Yeah, I'm not saying I you know got to going to the you know elite eight, but but uh, like the additions we've made, don't like that we lost Jalen Graham, but other than that, you know didn't really lose anybody significant yet. Hopefully that stays that way. Um, added some nice pieces. Like I'm intrigued. Yeah, and uh, hey, baseball. Signed a new, you know, the number one high school prospect in the country. He he's going to join uh, the Eric Hosmers and Prince, <laughs> yeah, Fielders, Prince Fielders of the world, John Lester's, and yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, I I I read that. I'm like, well, you know, I guess it's, I guess it's good. I don't know. Those are always confusing because it's like you know, uh, you know, you're probably not going to get him, but yet it still establishes some momentum for the program that you got a commitment from a player like that. Yeah. And his, uh, and his brothers know. transferring from Georgia tech. Right. Right. So saw that, you know, so like, I mean, look, baseball, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I think, you know, like the, the cupboard was fairly bare. Mm-hmm. They've gotten to 500 in conference, uh, you know, fought back from a rough start and, uh, you Boy, know, I think they've won. <laughs> they are. They are. I think they've won more Pac-12 series than than not. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they got swept by. I think they got swept by UCLA badly, and I'm pretty sure they. I think they got swept by Oregon State and got beat soundly in two of those games. So, like the top tier teams are clearly better than them. But other than that, they've they've hung in and and you know played well at home. And there's you know. There's some reason for future optimism with baseball. It just it's it's gonna it's, we'll we'll know more I think in a year or two 
you know, if the if the Willie Bloomquist hire is going to get us back to where we think we should be or not. Yeah. Hey, I at least we're trying in baseball. Yeah. 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 I mean, I you know, at the very least, I, I think we've got someone at the helm who who gets it what ASU baseball should be and and wants to get us back there and not do it on his terms like Tracy Smith wanted to. Yeah. Willie, I don't know. You know, I mean, that's that's the million dollar question that we don't have an answer to yet. I'm, you know, want to and actually doing it are two different things. But um, I feel better with him at the helm than I do with the previous guy. Oh, absolutely. And he wants to be at ASU. He's an ASU he guy. He does. Yeah. Yeah. He you know, he was. Job. No, no. And he was he was part of, you know, the glory days, the recent glory days, um, you know, in the in the late 90s and the Murph years. And, you know, and and, uh, you know, it's it's tough. I mean, I don't I don't know that we're going to get back to an era like we had even in the late 2000s where we made, you know, four out of six College World Series and won the conference, you know, four years in a row. That's that's tough to do. Um, But, you know. At the very least, we should be a, a you know a super regional team who has a chance to go to Omaha, and we haven't we haven't been in a super regional since 2011. Yeah. So well, that should, should be, be the first goal. We should be hosting regionals. Yes, we should hosting regionals, maybe in position to host supers, and and getting to Omaha. I mean, a decade without going to the College World Series should not be acceptable. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm not saying we got to go every year. I'm not one of those. You know fans from the 1960s who thinks we should win the national championship every year it's it's a different time but we should be able to get there agreed very much agreed but uh, so we'll see we'll see what the next uh you know 12 months brings for old asu and you know it was uh been a little a little bit of a rough patch but there are just the slightest signs of positive basketball baseball more so than football i feel like yeah but we've got plenty of time to talk about it. Until next time, sure. he's Matt. I'm Ben. This has been Matt Sportscast.